Education Spotlight, a new podcast series designed to bring you commentary and analysis on leading education systems change. My name is Matthew Shea, and joining me is Courtney Belolan. If you recognize our voices, it's because we manage the INACAL Voices Hub every year at the annual INACAL Symposium, which, just like this, is a place for the field's leading experts to share insights. So if you are headed to Palm Springs this fall, please stop by the Innovation Corner and chat with us. Matt, INACAL is well known for producing some of the field's most important reports, research, and issue briefs on personalized competency-based education. Yes, all things education innovation. So with the introduction of this podcast, INACAL is adding a new way to share the latest thinking in education innovation, new directions in the field, and deep dives into the field's most pressing issues. This series, The Innovation Spotlight, is also here by popular demand. It's an answer to a request that INACAL gets to provide expertise, collaborate with the field, and to host conversations on tough subjects. So I couldn't think of a better way to start this series than with a discussion about the annual INACAL Symposium itself. Every year, it draws thousands of educators, administrators, policymakers, researchers, and community members, also students, and so many others to talk about the future of teaching and learning. I absolutely love INACAL. I look forward to it every year, and every year I leave so excited with so much more to think about. Um, so here with us today to talk about what's in store for a uh, 2019 symposium is INACAL Chief Operating Officer, Bruce Friend. Bruce directs much of the work that goes into creating the annual INACAL Symposium. He's been INACAL COO for four years, but like us, he started his work in education in the classroom. He's a former secondary school teacher and administrator and has worked with numerous districts and schools across the U.S. in helping them create innovative learning models for students. In addition to being INACAL's COO, Bruce currently serves as chair of a school board in his home state of North Carolina. Welcome, Bruce. Thank you. So, Bruce, for those of us who have, um, well, I have, but for those who have never attended or have only heard a little bit about it, um, can you tell our listeners what the symposium is all about and who typically comes? Absolutely. I'm, I'm very proud to be part of an amazing staff. And like you said, draws thousands of people each year, all who share a desire to ensure that our nation's young people receive high quality learning and are prepared to succeed in their future. Our annual symposium is the industry's leading event in shaping the future of K-12 education. Each year, up to 3,000 experts, practitioners, educators, policymakers, and researchers all come together, uh, all with this shared vision to uh, transform education. This year's theme is shining a light on the future of learning, and we have more than 200 sessions planned and 25 session tracks, along with some amazing speakers. The symposium is one of those events that people come to year after year. Every year around this time, our Twitter timelines and emails light up with messages about INACAL. Uh, Bruce, why do you think people are compelled to come back every year? Well, as an organization, INACAL supports the largest active community of practitioners who are transforming the future of learning. If this describes you, then you should be at the symposium. People find their tribe at our event, and every year they get new insights, new thinking about the field, and make connections to innovative leaders and educators who are empowering students to be owners of their learning. 
attendees become attendees come because they are committed to learning and sharing about how to make our educational system better for our, our children. Also, I think one of the reasons they, they come back is, frankly, we always choose really awesome locations to hold our <laughs> as well. Uh, this year, we're in Palm Springs, California, uh, simply a fantastic venue for our symposium and a place that we know our attendees will really enjoy. I agree. Every <laughs> Everyone I have gone to has been in an, in an incredible location, and I'm really looking forward to uh, Palm Springs this year. So could you describe for us what happens each year at the symposium? Yeah, sure. I'd be glad to. Um, you know, in a nutshell, it's four days of just awesome learning, networking, and fun for all of our attendees. We have a variety of different program offerings over those four days. It actually starts this year on October 28th with our pre-conferences. Our pre-conference workshops offer highly interactive, focused sessions for administrators, educators, and policymakers on topics related to personalized and competency-based learning. This year, we have 10 pre-conference sessions uh, throughout the, the morning and early afternoon of October 28th. Uh, the full lineup of our sessions can be found on our symposium website, inacall.org forward slash symposium. We also have uh, just a fantastic uh, array of keynote speakers this year as well. We, we, we're always really proud each year of the, the quality of the lineup we get for our keynote speakers, and this year is no different. Um, our opening keynote is on the afternoon of October 28th, and Dr. Brooke Stafford-Brizard from Chan Zuckerberg Initiative will speak on the importance of whole child learning, social emotional learning, which is going to be a terrific way to kick off the event. Other keynote speakers this year are Derek Winmoth, all the way from New Zealand, who will talk about how we can best prepare students for the uncertain world we face. We also do a TED-like talk keynote uh, where we have experts uh, speak to the work that they're doing to really transform learning for students. And this year we're joined by Jackie Statham Allen from the Bush Foundation, Superintendent of Public Schools in Virginia, James Lane, as well as Superintendent of Education in North Dakota, Kirsten Basler. Yeah, we're also really pleased this year to be joined too by Dr. Pedro Nogara from the University of California, Los Angeles Center for School Transformation. Dr. Nogara is going to be speaking about the work that the University at UCLA is doing to help schools across California transform learning, which really does apply to schools all across the country as well. He'll be our closing keynote uh, at the lunchtime hour on October 30th. And then last but not least, uh, we also have over 200 sessions and 25 tracks that I've mentioned before. So there's, there's topics that all of our attendees are going to find quite appealing regardless of what their area of work and focus might be back in their schools and districts. So Bruce, one of the most popular parts of the symposium that Courtney and I have noticed in years past is the role of students in the symposium. Can you talk about the student panel and what that looks like uh, for the students at, at the symposium? Yeah, I'd be glad to. And, and if I may even expand upon that, we incorporate student voice throughout the uh, symposium. We have students who are participating in breakout sessions. As I mentioned earlier, some of our meet the practitioners and those outdoor fun sessions also include students as well. Um, and we also have in the Innovation Corner this year, a student voices gallery where students will be sharing their stories about um, their experiences with a more personalized learning environment and how it's helped them take greater ownership and frankly made learning more exciting and uh, personal for them. So 
Uh, lots of ways that we include students' voices throughout the symposium. But certainly, without a doubt, the student keynote um, panel is always a hit. Uh, every year, it probably is the one keynote session that uh, we get the most uh, compliments about. Um, because we bring students on stage and we let them tell their story. We give them their voice. And it's their story. It's their voice. It's, it's unscripted. It's an opportunity for students to talk about um, how their involvement in personalized competency-based learning environments has helped them create more of a love for learning, helping them take ownership of their learning, uh, take charge of, of their future in a way that um, maybe in our traditional environments, they're not getting this, as many of those opportunities as we'd like to see happen. So we have students who come from all different backgrounds, from grade levels to school types, traditional public school students, students who are enrolled in uh, schools of choice, and it's just really always a highlight at the event to actually hear from the students themselves what they like and what they don't like, and and they're they're very honest. We, we certainly appreciate them sharing their honest voices with us each year, and again this year we do have our student panel keynote, which actually will be the breakfast keynote this year. So you also host campfire sessions that you call Meet the Practitioners and Meet the Experts. What are those all about? <laughs> those, those are great fun. Uh, those are opportunities. They're not traditional breakout sessions. Uh, they're actually purposefully do not have uh, slide deck presentations and a lot of media, but it's really just an opportunity for our attendees to engage in a deeper discussion around transformation of learning with the field's foremost experts and leading practitioners who have begun this journey themselves. Like breakout sessions, they are, they are one-hour sessions. Uh, we hold these outdoors, weather permitting, which in Palm Springs has never been an issue. <laughs> and uh, probably actually have more people wanting to attend than sometimes seats allow. But uh, these are just really more sort of personal you know, opportunities for our attendees to interact with the, uh, interact with the meet the experts and the practitioners. Well, again, this year, we have an outstanding lineup. Uh, Roar Saxberg from CZI. We have students involved from Brick Tape who are going to share their journey as a student in a, in a uh, personalized learning environment. Robert Balfans from Johns Hopkins University Education Department and, and many others. Again, we're just super excited about the, the quality of the, the meet the experts and practitioners that we have lined up for this year. So the symposium also has a new feature, the Innovation Corner. Tell us about that. Yeah, this actually debuted last year in Nashville, and it actually replaces our traditional exhibit hall. Uh, you, you probably know if you've been to many conferences, which I know you have been, uh, there's often the, an exhibit hall lined up with rows and rows of 10 by 10 vendor booths. And yeah. We tried to move away from that, and that was really some of the feedback that we received from prior events prior to 2018 from our attendees. They wanted a place that was uh, more of a showcase place where they could interact with tools that schools are using that promote and foster personalized and competence-based learning. They wanted to hear from schools themselves, mm. leaders and students and educators at those schools about their journey around personalized and competence-based learning. We do have sponsor spaces. We certainly are, are very appreciative of our sponsors. So we do have some sponsor kiosks around the perimeter, um, but, but it's not your traditional exhibit hall. It actually looks nothing like an exhibit hall. Uh, lots of lounges and meeting space areas, and Voices Hub too, where you can come and share your story through podcasting and 
and blogging uh, for all of our attendees. It's also a place that um, is where all of our breaks are held in the president's reception. So it really becomes sort of the, really the go-to place if you're not in a breakout session or in a keynote session, uh, the Innovation Hub has really emerged as sort of that great networking place where our attendees come together and again, just continue to learn and maybe have a cup of coffee or an afternoon snack and, and, and learn from others in the field. A great deal of fun. So I know one of the parts of the symposium that people wait for with great anticipation are the awards. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the kinds of awards INACAL gives out and how that all happens? Sure, glad to. Uh, at the symposium, we actually issued two awards uh, for outstanding innovation in education. One, one is our INACAL uh, Personalized Teacher of the Year Award. Uh, this award recognizes excellence in the field of personalized learning. Uh, teachers from all across the United States, or even I should say the world, uh, submit nominations um, prior to the symposium. And we have an awards committee that reviews all of the nominations that come in and makes very, very difficult decisions as to which, which of uh, our many, many outstanding teachers out there will actually be the recipient of this award. The second award is more of a, 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 an award that recognizes more of a longer term uh, contribution to the field. We issue an award for outstanding individual contribution to the field of personalized and competency-based learning. And again, um, we have an awards committee that reviews all the uh, nominations that come in for this award. Uh, always very difficult decisions to who we recognize for this award, but again, both of these awards will be announced uh, in advance of one of the keynotes uh, at this year's symposium. Courtney and I have been to a few of these INACAL symposiums now. In addition to what she said earlier about learning new things every year, we have a lot of fun at these symposiums. Palm Springs seems like a place that's very conducive for fun. Yes, absolutely. Palm Springs is certainly a crowd favorite. Uh, we have previously hosted our symposium there and the venue received just terrific comments from our attendees. All of the sessions and networking activities are on site and the greater Palm Springs community offers an array of outdoor activities in wonderful downtown areas. So not during the symposium, but outside, maybe in the evenings or other times, there's any number of shops and restaurants that our attendees can choose to explore. They're all within a very easy short walk from our venue. Again, our president's reception this year will be held on the um, evening of October 28th after our opening keynote. Uh, that's always a, a great time too for our attendees to kind of reconvene and for many of them see each other again uh, and, and meet new faces as well as the field continues to grow. We're super excited about our president's reception this year. We have a very special announcement that we're going to make at the president's reception. I'm not going to share that right now. You'll have to come to be there to hear it, uh, but it's certainly all about the future of INACAL and, and the direction of our organization. And then our networking event, which is held on the evening of the 29th, again, just a fantastic opportunity for our attendees to sort of you know, kind of unwind. They do, they do a lot of hard work back in their schools and districts and states throughout the year. And this is an opportunity for them to come enjoy each other. Great food and beverage and music and just, uh, just a wonderful time for people to make friends in the field that can last a lifetime. So the I Nicole Symposium is an incredible event and it's a big event too. So how does a newcomer or, you know, someone who's just their first time coming to symposium, how do they navigate it at all? What, what tools are there for them? <laughs> That's a great question. We, we have a couple of ways that we uh, 
hope to uh, make our newcomers feel very welcome and, and, and part of the family, you might say. Uh, we do have a, uh, the, on the first day of programming, which will be on the 29th, we actually do have a, a first time attendees newcomers uh, session that I actually host and uh, help them try to get familiar with uh, what they're about to experience over the next uh, three days of, of, of content sessions. Certainly our program book provides a, a lot of useful information. We break the sessions down into specific strands. And so a newcomer can kind of newcomer can kind of look at the strands and see, oh, okay, there's a whole, yeah. if they're interested in social emotional learning, well, there's a whole strand of sessions or if, there's all, if they're interested in competency-based learning, there's a whole strand of sessions there that they can kind of follow. Uh, great use of the mobile app as well, not only to see what's coming up on the schedule, but a, again, a way to connect with others in the field as well. And I think the, the advice I would give newcomers too is try to take as much of it, as much of it in as you can in terms of the content programming, but, but do partake of the networking opportunities as well. Come to Innovation Corner. Make sure you go to the President's Reception and Networking event. You're going to meet people who, in many cases, have faced the same challenges you may be facing back in your school or district and, and are very willing to share. I think that's one of the great things about our, our conference is that you know, sometimes you go to conferences and you, know, you interact with the people who you came there with, maybe not as much with the, the greater, greater audience. And at our symposium, our attendees... They, they really look to share their story and learn from each other. They're, they're very open and willing to share. And uh, I, think that's, I think newcomers will find it's a very, very welcoming environment. That all sounds so great. So um, what else should listeners know? Is there anything we haven't covered, Bruce? Oh, we've covered a great deal. We're just super excited to uh, have this opportunity to assemble all of our attendees from across the globe, really, not just the United States uh, in Palm Springs this year. We recognize and appreciate the outstanding work that our attendees do each and every day back in their schools, their districts, their communities. We also know that their time is precious, and we understand that taking time away from their work, from their students, from their families, comes with a sacrifice. So each year at our symposium, we really challenge ourselves to step up our game and provide new and outstanding professional development opportunities for all of our, all of our attendees helping them make have learning opportunities and build connections with no other event in the field of educational systems change that it provides. And so we, we hope that those who are listening to this podcast will, will join us in Palm Springs and uh, you won't be disappointed. Uh, I really encourage you to come. So Courtney, the Inacall Symposium this year seems like it's going to be like jam packed with stuff. Yeah, I'm so excited to go and to be there. It just, between the keynotes and the student panels and all the, you know, the, what is it, the fireside chats and the, it's just, it's incredible. There's so much. Speaking of of the keynotes, there is one big change to this year's symposium that I think people who have been before need to know. Uh, This year, the opening keynote is on the pre-conference day. Instead of the next morning, it's going to be there at night on pre-conference day. So if you're going to Palm Springs for the symposium, you need to make sure you arrive on the pre-conference day, not at night, so you won't miss anything. Right. right. That's a big change. It is a big change. For those of us that are used to the flow of INACOL, it's a little different. 
opening keynote is on the pre-conference day. Go to Palm Springs, go to Innovation Corner, go to all the networking events, have a great time. Every year, more than 3,000 people come to the annual symposium. It's a huge event. And if you're not there, you're missing out on some of the field's most brilliant thinkers. I get something new to act on every time I go. Me too. So if you'd like to join us in Palm Springs, this October 28th through the 31st at the Palm Springs Convention Center, head over to inacall.org slash symposium. That's I-N-A-C-O-L dot org slash symposium. All the details are there. Yes, and follow Inacall on social media to get late breaking updates. On Twitter, they're at NACOL, at N-A-C-O-L, and on Facebook, they're at facebook.com slash Inacall. And as we said at the top, we'll be there. Yep. We'd love it if you would come see us and chat with us. We'll be located in the Innovation Corner. Check for signs directing you to the Voices Hub. We'd love to meet you. See you there.